calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers, and reporters, and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure, and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet, or computer. Simply visit Shure.com slash Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's S-H-U-R-E dot com forward slash M-O-T-I-V. Blog Talk Radio. We are poor little lambs who have lost our Where being a black sheep is a good thing. You never know what they're going to say. Well, happy Thursday the 19th. We're getting up close on Thanksgiving. I know that's a good one for all of us. Tonight, I'm excited. I'm sitting here looking at the studio board right now and watching all of the listeners calling in, and I can see people popping online. It's great to know that you have something that you love to share and that people want to share it with you. And no one I'd rather share this with than my good friend, Mr. Bob Granger. Hey, Bob. Hi, Dave. How are you doing tonight? Uh, tonight, tonight, this last second after my Irish coffee kicked in, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Now, earlier, not so much, but... Right now, and I look for the present. So the present is good, you know. So let's get the show going tonight, Bob. So how's your week been? Actually, I've, I've had a great week. I had a, a, quite an interesting day. Uh, you know, no kidding. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just there's just a few jerks around. You know, I had <laughs> encounters with three of them today, and. And usually that just doesn't happen to me because of my attitude. But anyway, you just you just wash that off and just consider the source. But I have to tell you something yep. funny. You know, I you know yep. I'm, Bring it I'm on. always I, 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 yeah I discuss uh, you know recoveries. So anyway, this this week uh, you know in the beginning of the week, actually it was the end of last week. I was walking um, in the mall up at the Oakdale Mall, and I, I was having some problems that day with with the knees, and I was struggling kind of staggering that's staggering not not swaggering but staggering around a little bit you know staggering yeah i was struggling a little bit you know and anyway there's this old buck oh man he had to been at least at least 70 well wait a minute i'm almost 70 i guess he wasn't that old but anyway he, he, you know he, he went walking by me relatively fast and he looked back at me and says man you're, you're having a little trouble there aren't you and i said yeah you know i've got arthritis you know and it's been bothering me quite a bit lately, and he goes, "Yeah, I used to deal with that too." And I said, "Well, what happened? Did you get your knees replaced or something?" He goes, "No, no, no. I, I, I came up with a system to to help me, and it's really helped." I said, "Oh, no kidding. What is it? Tell me what it is." He says, "Oh, it's it's real simple." He says, "I um, morning and evening for the last several years, I've been spraying my knees with WD-40." I said, uh, <laughs> is, "Is this a joke? Okay, yeah. come on." No, no, it's not. It's not a joke. And and I says, say, what, WD-40? He goes, oh, yeah. He says, it's unbelievable stuff. In fact, there's a high percentage of fish oil in it. 
I said, come on. He said, no, no, I'm training. You should try it. It's great stuff. So, you know, Bob. So I went and picked up a can of WD-40. And, and before, I, you know, I got back home and, and uh, before I, you know, I said, maybe I should read this, the ingredients and directions. And so so I'm, I'm reading the directions and it says, you know, like keep away from eyes, mouth, skin. If you get it on your skin, like use borax or something like that, get it off of there. And I said, oh, this doesn't sound that bad. So, so anyway, for the the last six days now, I've been putting WD-40 on both of my knees in the morning. And you stop squeaking, right? Right, exactly. Well, no, I I don't really think it's working. I think the guy was probably jerking my chain or something. But but anyway, I'm I'm still going to try it. I figure I, I do this for you know another six months or so. Uh, maybe I won't have to have my knees replaced. You know what do you think? Well, I think this guy is sitting there saying, hey. You know what I convinced this this young whippersnapper to do to spray his <laughs> his legs with WD forty? Yeah, <laughs> can you believe that? They go, that's fifteen so far you've done this year. That's incredible. You are so good. Well, you know it's his fashion. His fashion is to help you, Bob. Stop squeaking. And uh, well, I always say, please stop squawking. But squeaking is good too. So that's good. You know, he he probably went home and he said, hey, he probably said to. You know, the, the wife, he says, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe the stupid guy I talked to today. This is awesome. Listen to this <laughs> Young story. He's probably got it through his whole family now. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I should get him to come on to the air, and he can be our guest. You know, I would love to listen to him because I'm sure that he can say, yeah, he was such an easy mark, this guy. And you know him? I said, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. He said, he's a co-host of the show. Really? I didn't know he was really that intelligent because – He's spraying himself with WD-40 every day, and I know it without seeing it. That's good, though, Bob. Listen, I, and I know when, you're, when you've are gone through a lot of pain, because I know that you were supposed to have been up to a to an event, to a meeting this last Friday and Saturday, but you couldn't go because your knees were so bad. So, you know, you got to do whatever you got to do to make yourself feel better, Bob. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's doing. I'm, I'm scheduling it for the end of January. You know, and so it's it's something that's got to be done. I've put it off for two years, and, and I'm suffering for it. So it's got to be done. I'm going to do it. You know how that goes. Just like you have to do things to help you, like go on cruises. Well, I've got to do that. And, and you know, it's really funny because I was looking a little while ago, my great friend, Mr. Tim Boland, was online a second ago, and I was going to unmute his mic to sort of catch him off guard. But, uh, you know, out of the blue, he said, listen, he said, we've had so much success over the years, and I've always wanted to do this for you. And I know that your doctor flips out when you say you're going to take off by yourself and do something like this. But I just booked a cruise uh, that we can go on. So we're going to do that uh, first week of December, seven days, ends up down in Belize. It's going to be a nice one. It's just going to be a nice break out of New Orleans. So we're actually going to fly in there two or three days before, sort of hang out and uh, go down and Maybe I'll pull my trombone out, and I'll, I'll drink a little bit more of this Irish whiskey I've got in front of me right now. And, uh, you know, we'll have a good time. So I'm looking forward to it, finally. You know, I've been like trying to get this trip in place for almost two years, and every time I go to schedule it, either my doctors kick it back at me or um, or I feel so bad. But I'm feeling decent right now, so I'm just going to continue on the straight and narrow until I end up down there. And, and then I'll have some great stories to share with everybody on Two Black Sheep Radio, you know, great stuff. Uh, you know, Tim, Tim is such a class act to do that. You know, he's, he's a great guy, and so he's a good I'm guy. sure you he's guys good will guy. kick it up a notch. Well, the nice thing about Tim, if he bothers me, I just say, Tim, you know, go mingle with people, and, and I've never seen anybody that can go become. He's sort of like Norbert Hennessy, where all of a sudden you put him in the middle of nowhere, 
and some of the 3,000 people on the ship are always friends, you know. <laughs> so I'll, I'll send him on his way so I can relax and, and continue my recovery, not quite like you, Bob. But, you know, listen, to get right to it, because we got all sorts of fun stuff we're getting ready to do, but we've been talking about this personal business plan, and <clears throat> what I was able to do is, you know, we created a summary, just a little worksheet, and the worksheet, which we're going to go through, you and I will go through, you know, tonight, but I'm going to tell everybody that if you're part of Club Black Sheep, like we mentioned before, if you went and joined free, no big deal. In fact, I think we only asked for your first name. We didn't ask for your last name. You would have already received via email the worksheet of a lot of things that we're getting ready to do on Two Black Sheep Radio. But it's about helping you develop your personal business plan. You know, Bob, you got your copy, right? Because you're a, you're a member, right, of uh, Club Black Sheep? Of course. Of course, and in, in, in fact, they're a little quiet, at, at, Bob. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I was when, a little. When, you know, being a co-founder, I just thought it was like an auto ship deal until I found out that it really wasn't an auto ship, and so I had to beg, and then I actually had to sign up. Well, Bob, listen uh, again. You know, you have to set the example as a leader. You set the example for other people, and you are right. And you missed the cycle of the first sheet that we sent out. But just like I was telling you earlier is that if you're listening to us tonight or in the replay in the next couple of days, if you want to go ahead and download the PDF file we created to start this summary process, to get your mind wrapped around it, all you want to do is go to twoblacksheepradio.com, and on the very top where it says being a black sheep is a good thing, just click on that. There's a hidden link there, and it will download, it will give you the PDF file which is called Your Personal Business Plan. And that's what we're going to talk as we go through. But let me ask you, Bob, just a few more little quick questions because, you know, you always keep me on my toes a little bit. But, you know, some days when you're having a really lousy day, who do you call, Bob? Well, you know, there's a couple people I call. But usually, to be honest, uh, uh-huh, come on. I have, I'm, I'm, well, I, I call you. You know, I call yes, you, you because do. you have a calming effect uh, with me, um, and and it's just, and it's a, it's a good source. There's a, there's a few other people I call, but usually I don't air anything that's negative to anyone, especially in my my businesses. You know, in, uh, both right. both traditional and and networking. But but you being, you know, one of my key mentors in my life. Uh, you know, if I if I'm having some difficulties. You have a, a tendency of being able to help me stay grounded, you know, and, uh, yeah, I, and, and bringing things I, I, I back always, in proper perspective, you know. Yep, I always talk. I always say to everybody, it's like uh, talking you off the ledge, okay? Because <laughs> usually when you call me, I'm thinking like, okay, Dave, you know, take a deep breath because you're going to need it, and you're going to have to just walk him backwards. You're going to have to have him become centered. You know, but listen, that's important. And the reason I brought it up is only for this one reason. In the next section, we're going to talk about this, about setting up your own personal advisory board and the skills that they have that you may not have. Because I've also called you, Bob, when I've had things and issues I needed to sort of brainstorm against. I would call you up because you don't have the calming effect on me, but but you definitely get me to think. And and that's something you will challenge me on things, and that's critical. Well, and that's uh, you know that's one of the things I, I I liked about you know even even our our, our personal business plan, 
uh, you know, in the beginning stages, you know, it's basically, uh, you know, it's, a, it's that first step to making you accountable. I, I really, I really like the direction, you know, that that we're going in, and and having that person that you can, I mean, very seldom, um, I, I don't, I'm a, such a positive individual, and it takes a lot to jerk my chain, but when it gets jerked, <laughs> it, it's not a good position to be in, and so I love to be able to to, to call you, and I'll tell you one thing, Dave, to have a person like that in your life. And to be able to call them and have them have enough impact on you that they can turn a negative situation and 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 smooth that out almost immediate, I think is huge. It is, and if we do our job right tonight, Bob, we're going to show people how to find at least five people just like that, you know, for for different reasons and different things. But if you have other people out there that help keep you on track, on plan. And that's what you and I do all the time. You and I are really good about sort of establishing and setting our goals for the day or what we're going to do or where we're going to travel or if we're talking about the radio show, we have very specific things we discuss. But we keep each other on plan. We keep each other on track. And and I believe that that's what you need more than anything. In fact, what we're going to do for those of you who have the worksheet in front of you, here I just called it the worksheet. Okay, it's the it's the worksheet. Okay, uh, I'm looking at a logo black sheet, but hey, that's what happens. But if you have that that worksheet in front of you, that's great. We're going to skip to one part right now, and Bob and I we're going to talk about the advisory board, and we're going to talk about why that is so critical when you're putting together your personal plan, your personal business plan. Why, actually, I believe that that can make or break everything you're attempting to do for you and your family. Absolutely. Um, you know, in, in going over that, when you think about that advisory board, too, it's something that you really have to think about. You know, because there's you know, so many people that touch your life somewhere or the other. To, to hone it down to five, Dave, first of all, you know, like you you have your base, basically your, almost your top three, and the, at least it was with me. I, I had my, my top three, immediate three, because some of them are, are, are gone now. And then, yep. then I, it gets to that point where there's other people that so affect your lives in so many positive ways, but maybe not, I mean, maybe just in a little bit different way. It's kind of hard to put a handle on it. And uh, I had I had some difficulties in, in thinking about that advisory board, and I put quite a bit of effort into it. Well, we're going to push that envelope a little bit more than that, anyhow, because let me read you, Bob, what we put down here. And everybody understand this. As we're putting together this personal business plan, this workshop that we're putting together, essentially what we're doing is we are listening and getting feedback, and we're modifying it as we go through it. The core of what works on the advisory board is you want to you you want to take the sheet and you want to think of a five person panel. Now there there is a big difference, Bob, between having mentors in your life and having people that maybe you go through occasionally. You're talking about an advisory board that will look at your personal business plan with you to help you achieve your plan. That's a little different than me calling you up occasionally and just asking for random advice. 
You right. know, so we're in the same exactly. yep. we're in the same page and direction. So what we've wrote here is name a five person panel that can be part of your personal advisory board. Remember you're looking for those that have the skills this is important. The skills you may be lacking and also those that will hold you accountable to your plan. They don't have to be local to you, but expect to have all of them together at least once a year for your annual board meeting, your annual advisory board meeting. And we'll talk about that in a second, but Bob, you understand what I'm saying. When you look and understand what your skills are, and your skill is, you know, occasionally you need someone to pull you off a ledge, so you come to me, so I'm in part of your advisory board. I'm there. But I'm going to dig deeper now as one of your board members. I'm going to ask specifics on your plan, and then we're going to make sure we achieve those goals, and we'll have timelines along the way. And you're going to share all that with me from this plan that we're putting together right now. But if you're thinking about an advisory board, Bob, who are who are the quality or type of people that you would want to have that maybe complement or they make up for an area maybe you're weak in? Well, you know, uh, and, and I tell you, that, like I said, Dave, there, there's so many, but there's some people that I have the close relationships that that I value so very much, as an example, you. You know that that uh, the the first one on there was you, and, and because we have a certain kind of uh, closeness and friendship and respect, that it can't it can't be duplicated. Basically, you know, and uh, many people uh, would be fortunate and blessed to be able to have that kind of relationship with with any individual in their life. You know, but then I think of of people like uh, uh, my good friend Davey Moore. Now uh, uh, he's one of the most brilliant individuals that, that I've met, and I've known him for a few years now. He has great, great wisdom, and I and I love talking with with Davey about certain different things. You know, obviously one of my uh, uh, great friends and someone that I respect so so much is Damian Bikacic. You right. know, and we've developed right. a, a friendship, and and I love asking him questions and getting. His opinion. I mean, the, the educational process in life is something that, if if you're smart enough to understand it, you, you're constantly working and improving it. You know, and th- and then I then I get into the the grayer area of so many people that I respect. I mean, my good friend uh, Henry Fuchsman, my family. You know, my own sons. You know, I, I'm think about it. There's there's so many different people. You know that that. Well, you that pick five important. though. You have. You have five. You've got to pick. So you got to keep all that in mind. So maybe, maybe you have a vetting process, right? Maybe you have a process in your mind that you're going, okay, you know, this one here, well, he's really strong in this area that I'm weak in, yep. or this one yep. he compliments me, or he forces me to be accountable. You know, what I mean, that's what I want people to think. You know, find that 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 strength out there because that will help balance you out and create an advisory board that's strong. You don't want a weak. You don't want a board that you can push around. No, no, and, and you're you're 100 percent right, and 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 that's why it's so it's 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 almost critical to be able to make that the decision on your five key people. I mean, I, I have so many people that I I just respect so much in my life. You know, from uh, people like like Dwayne Scott, people like Laura Moore. I mean, there's there's so many people. Tom and Ann, I mean, there's Charlie. I mean, you can go on and on, and so. To decide how open you're going to be with everyone, because because well, you're doing an advisor and a personal advisory board, 
you have to be open with yourself there, and it's it's, it's something that you you know you have to think about. And and you're right, and it's tough, except for the fact that since you invited me to be on your advisory board, and I'm really good at making you accountable, that means you can choose four more people. Okay, so you can throw out names all you want to, and that's great, but out of those people, you've got to create four more people that maybe have different skill sets that you don't have because you want that board to help you become more and more successful. You want them to help you achieve your plan. So well, that's going to be your homework, Bob. You just brought up a, a good point because, you know, like you, one of your salient features is is the calming effect that you have on me. Well, I, I, there's a couple people also that, that have that same kind of calming effect. One of them is Judge Palumbo. Another one is my good friend Davey Dawson, the PGA pro. And so mm-hmm. it, this is going to be a challenge for me personally to be able to find those five key people that, you know, and it's all about about trust, you know, and, and relationships and things like this. This is going to be fun to do, to be honest, because it goes well, right and back I think to that you have, accountability, you know. You're right. And I think you have to think of it that way. Now, one part I didn't mention that I have in the form here is that I talk about what I'm doing with my advisory board, the five people that I am going to invite to be on the board. I'm going to schedule a cruise. Once I achieve my goals, and again, you make everybody accountable for your goals. So once I set and establish them per my business plan, per my personal business plan, I have my advisory board on board with me, so to speak. And once we achieve those short-term goals in February or March of 2016, we're going to go on a cruise not only to celebrate, but to also plan for the next period of time to continue that that's process. Terrific. Now, now yeah, some of the terrific. people on the advisory board, you know, I'll probably be on theirs as well. So maybe it's a, you know, it's a combined effort. But again, the idea behind this is you reward those that help that have helped you become successful. And again, it's yep. also a great time to get accountable. It's an accountability, you know, but you do it as a weekend, a fun time. And if you can't do the other, if your goals are smaller, well then great. Invite them, invite them to your home, or go go to a ski lodge for a weekend, or for for a night somewhere. Whatever it takes, go out to yeah. a nice dinner, but celebrate that with that advisory board, right, Bob? Uh, that's a that's a, a great idea, because that that's where that communication, you know, develops the relationships that much better, and makes you a better person. I believe. Yep. I, I think what you can do is, is again, in this sheet, what I've done here is you name your five advisory board members and and spend some time thinking through this. And, I, and listen, I would suggest to some people you may even want to interview people, you know, because you may choose somebody, but maybe they don't want to. You know, maybe, maybe they don't want to deal with it. Maybe they don't want to be accountable. Maybe they just don't want to. You know, in that case, then you've got to have another person. But I, I would have a, a minimum. I would have five people. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have any more because it gets too confusing. I wouldn't have any less. You know, if I have at least five. And and it, then what I'd like to do. Well, it's it's just funny that as as you talk about this right now, Dave, so many other people are popping into my mind that that I respect very much. That would be, you know, would be just. 
tremendous on that advisory board. You know, people like Cal Walker. I mean, there's there's so many. Isn't there something on uh-huh. how when you you get out there, you get that sphere of influence, and you 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 touch people, and they touch you, and it, it can make you such a better person. And then, as you talk with them in more detail, that's going to improve you that much more. It's that educational process. With, without a doubt, without a doubt. And, and again, that's part of why I say when you're starting to fill this, this sheet out, what you want to do is you do want to put down what their skill set is. Because, again, you're looking for the strongest group of individuals that can help you meet your plan, meet your goals. So, again, this is not a time to say, oh, I just want to hang out with these people. Well, and again, they may be great people to hang out with, but they may not be great people to help you achieve your plan, your goals. You know, and I and I also take it a step further. I always say, you know, you want to, in your own mind, I want you to describe that first advisory board meeting, okay, when you get everybody around, and whether it be, you know, around the table, out to dinner, whether it be a weekend someplace, whether it be whatever you decide to do, when you get that full group together and you're going to start to put together your vision for what you want to be able to do yourself and how you reward that. So you turn around and you write things out. Again, it's part of your plan. You call this an advisory, like a a vision board, right? So you want to know that if we're successful with my business plan, which all of you are helping me guide through, when we achieve these numbers, here's what we're going to do as a group. And that could be anything. It could be anything, again, from fun times to to charity things you may do to to helping somebody else achieve those goals. But you as a group, you sit down and you you come up with that vision of what would happen when when you achieve that. And I believe that by doing that, again, it, it focuses everybody on an end goal. And then through the plan, through your timeline, you can have quick reviews with everybody either individually or you can have a conference call on your phone once a month with your advisory board and you give them updates as to where you are on the plan. And that way you'll know if you're on track or if you're going to be woefully off and you failed your board by not accepting their help. Again, if you chose the good people, they're going to help you a lot. And if you didn't accept their help and you didn't hit your goals, I wanted you to also write what that vision would feel like. And I want you to write what you would do with the board then. You know, what do you could do? You know, send them a McDonald's coupon to say, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I suck. You know, I'm not that good. I didn't listen to you. Right. You know, because that's not the vision you want to have with them. And, again, I think it helps if you put that down right in the very beginning. Don't you, Bob? But yeah, it's 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 funny because you're you're talking about vision board and the vision and all this stuff and and where you're planning on going to and getting to. The name of my plan, you know, on the very beginning of of uh, our personal business plan, uh, my black sheep is that it says name your plan, right? The name of my plan is the vision. Isn't that there? Like, you go. <laughs> you know. There you go. It's, it's so. so who, Dave, on your advisory board, you know, who who are you, look, not individuals, but what are you looking for as far as the, the people to be on your board? Well, I'm going to look for, you know, someone who's, like, really strong in, in the financial, like the investment markets in those areas. Because I'm not, because that requires a lot of detail, and I'm not a detail person. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at people I know that are really strong in that. Um, I've, I've got some 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 things I've done with in the in the public market, like for shares. I mean, like publicly traded companies. And my good friend, you know, Mike Pruitt, that is the guy I was telling you about. I know that owns Hooters and and owns. I think he's got eight other restaurant chains now. He's purchased, and he's down here in Charlotte. Um, I'm gonna bring him. I'll ask him to be on that advisory board because. In, in a couple specific areas, he is the smartest person I know. You know, I've got a cousin who's one of the smartest people that I've ever met when it comes to the insurance market. You know, so I'm going to look and interview all of them, and I'm going to come up with my core group of people that fit. And, again, I like people that, that push me and challenge me because I push back pretty quickly because that's one of, the, one of my strengths is I can be very, very persuasive. You know, and and also I'm I'm extraordinarily patient. So I need someone who pushes me out of that comfort zone. So as I go through this, I'm going to think of those people that I've worked with in the past. I'm going to think of the people that I may have met in the last year. But I'm also going to think about some people that maybe I don't really know well, but I can leverage other people's introductions to them. And, and use that as an opportunity to ask them for help because it's amazing how many high-powered people out there will be willing to help if you ask them. It's amazing to me. But I've yeah. I, I've never shied away from reaching out or expecting the, quote, the impossible to happen. I just ask, and I almost expect it to happen, and it usually does that way. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting when you start thinking about strengths and, and weaknesses of individuals. I mean, when, when I started thinking about that, you know, uh, one of my, one of my, I think one of my, my better strengths is the ability to have great belief in people. I mean, I, I just do. I have, it is. I have great belief in people. But also, my number one weakness is the ability to have great belief have, in have people. Have belief in people. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It's just, it's just uh, interesting uh uh, it's really fun to be able to look at this personal business plan and think about it and thinking about improving yourself, you know, educating yourself. Well, it is. And, and then if you'll see on the sheet again, what we did is, and I'm going to go back to the beginning of this, I think I, I used terms that were familiar with the housing industry for building a home, because I think a lot of people in their own minds, they can walk their, their way through that even easier than using some of the standard you know, your mission statement and your summaries and, and your financial outlook. How about instead we talk about site work? Now, what a site work would be in, in that, in, in, that would be preparing the land, preparing the area so that you could build a home, a building, an office building, whatever it may be on there. So you have to create the site work, and that's what we're doing tonight. We're going through a summary of your wants, your beliefs, your whys, in a few paragraphs, this is where you describe your principles and what your vision might be for you, Inc. You know, and some will call this the right. mission, you know, statement. But it's a so, so, you know, in, in, in your particular case, down for the site work to give people an idea of, of you know, how to, how, to, how to approach it. Well, mine has always been about setting the proper example. You know, so everything I do is based on that principle of making sure I've set the proper example so that if my if my daughters or my grandkids or even my close friends see me out there doing business or see me out there in a personal way, 
they 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 you know they they can respect what I do and how I do it. You know, so that's a pretty big core for me. So that that's my moral compass. That's what it is that drives me. That's where I've said before is that you know I, I very rarely will commit to certain things because when I commit to it, <laughs> I commit to it, and that's why I I I, I don't always. Do that. That's why your people will say, "Well, are you going to? Can you commit to so?" I said, "No, I can't." They go, "Why?" I said, "Because I'll probably change my mind." But if I say yes, it I, it doesn't change. If I say yes, it's yes, and usually I could be you know half dead and I'm still going to be there. You know, and the same thing. That's my core. That's who I am. So if I was going to create that mission statement, it'd be remaining true to my vision of how I want others. In the family, others, you know, others could be my daughters and grandkids and whatnot, to uh, to view me. I always want to have their 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 pride towards me, and and that's a pretty strong principle for me to work from. So that's where my first uh, the start of that would be, and it comes from that. Well, how about you? I like it. Well, um, you know, for the longest time, I mean, a long time. In fact, my company is this, and before that, you know, my my. My biggest thing, my basis is in everything was integrity and trust. You know, your whole life is built on integrity and trust, you know. And uh, and I'm a big fan of Zig Ziglar. You know, he's always said, you know, if you help enough people get what they want, you can have anything that you want. And and although that's very, very true in MLM, you know, you're a byproduct of that exact process. The It's very, very true in traditional business also, you know, if if you're really great at what you do, you're going to be able to to achieve a certain level of success. And that's all based on integrity and trust. So that's the foundation of what I base everything when it comes Amazing, to, you know, and I'm trying to get better in my entire life on that. And believe me, it's a constant challenge, too. You know, this is something that you don't take lightly when it comes to that. And, um you know, and, and I just I like it, and it's it's worked for me, and and, and it continues. I, I just need to improve on it all the time. You know that, and that's my that's my site work. Well, so it's it's pretty simple, right? I mean, you think about it. You have a pro- couple cores that you work with. Now you can put some flowery words around that, but you don't need to. You know, I mean, your the, right. the the site work, your summary could be just as simple as that description you gave, and that's good enough. So now we go on to the next part. After you've done the site work, you know, we're going to start to work on the foundation, right? And so the foundation of your personal business plan is you have to analyze things like, you know, what skills do you have? What skills might you be lacking, okay, that you believe are important for successful completion of this plan? And this is where you want to be brutally honest with yourself in this section. And because this way is your advisor's, if they know straight from you exactly what you believe your strengths are and your weaknesses and you didn't try to sugarcoat it, well, they can help you, okay? They can help you not only in recognizing that, okay, I know he sounds confident, but, man, when we did the personal business plan, he said that was a huge weakness for him. So I got to call him out on that. And, again, that's where it goes down to give the advisory board, give those members all the tools they can use. And this is where you know you have to have a lot of trust, Bob, right? Because you you got to be willing to show that you're you're weak in certain areas, and you know a lot of men, especially, are I'm not weak, you know, I'm just not as strong there, you know. But sometimes you got to just let it happen. When when you look at that, 
I mean, that's that's not that easy a thing because you have to fess up to everything. You know, uh, you know, just, just like I said, my first strength was the ability to have great belief in people. You know, and then I was thinking about another strength. Well, and I have a tendency quite often to to talk a little bit too much, but I do have a great ability to to really listen and hear what someone is saying, and that's on a personal basis, and that's on a business structure right. basis. You know, right. and uh, and and probably one of my greater strengths is when my back is against the wall, no matter what the circumstances are. You, you figure know, it out. I'm probably my best. I, I I never quit. It's impossible. I will die before I quit. And that's a that's a great strength to have. Um, but then when you get to the weaknesses, you know, like I mentioned, the ability to have great belief in people. You know, that's that can be a disappointment sometimes. But one of my greater weaknesses is I'm I'm impatient. You know, and and right. that's something that uh, you know, and that my impatience actually is you know is is compounded by sometimes procrastination. Well, yeah. hey Bob, I'm going to interrupt you because because you know? that's a, that's a great thing that you said there. You said impatience because you know what one of my strengths is is patience. <laughs> okay, so here it is again, and right, and, and we've seen it in action between you and I many times, right? Yeah. Yeah, and and, yeah. and see that's that that's my strength and that's your weakness and that's why together yeah. it's really strong. And you know what? Sometimes yeah. to be honest with you, I don't want to be so patient. And that's why it's good when, when when you come out of nowhere. It's like I second guess myself a little bit. I back it off. I I don't you know. I instead of it taking a month, I said you know what? Bob would do it in three days. So let's do it in a week and a half. You know, let's create a balance there. But that's a great example, well, Bob. You know, I mean, you said it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it, and it, you know, weaknesses. You know, another 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 weakness I have is my ability to uh, understand someone's circumstance. You know, I, I I have a tendency of making things simple. You know, and I, I'm not really good with the majority of excuses. I I make it simple and and I'm not quite that understanding. I probably should be more understanding. And that, that and that has that kind of, kind of like that uh the the connotation where you know when my back's against the wall, you know, I don't quit. Right. And so that's what right. I like to see in in people and try to have them develop the, the forget about that reason. Yeah, not everybody has that. Very, yeah, yep. but it can be learned though, Dave. You know, it, that's the it thing. Can it can be, be learned. Yeah. And um, and although there are certain times where there there are serious reasons why why someone's in positions or they get they have to step back, but so often it's just because it's it's an excuse of, of why they're not where they need to be. And so I have a little oh, bit I, difficult. I, I think in most cases. Yeah, I think in most yeah. cases. I think that's also again why I keep saying we spend so much time tonight on the advisory board idea because I think that that is so critical. Because especially if, if, you know, we hang with a lot of type A personalities, again, we, we can have strengths and weaknesses and still all be a type A personality, you know, because oh, we're yeah. driven, you know. Yeah. And, and what you find, and I always love to, I mean, Tom won't mind if I say it, my buddy, buddy Tom Dido, my brother, I always say he's like a wild Mustang, and occasionally I'll try to throw a sad log, you know. But I let him <laughs> run most of the time. <laughs> I know, yeah, I used to get knocked <laughs> off. But but it's because, and he knows this, that his strength is that he will just, you know, come up with an idea and he'll run with it. 
And what he may need, though, is someone occasionally to try to throw a saddle on him to slow him down a little bit. You know, not all the time, because I love that spirit. But again, when it comes down to what you do for your friends and this advisory board idea is you look for the weaknesses of strength and you try to help them stay on target, on plan. And that's what we want to be able to do. Now, I want to talk about one more section, um, and then we'll, we'll have to save the rest for coming up. I mean, again, I want everybody to download this PDF file and take a look at it because there is some homework. But, you know, the next section that we had here we called floors. Okay, so think about it. We've done the site work. We've done the foundation. Okay, now we're going to put the first floor on. Okay, so that would be the, the basement ceiling or the or the first floor floor, right? And and floors create support for all the extras, okay? So where does your stability come from, okay? Because being successful has to require, you know, sacrifice and hard work. Are you prepared for this? Is your family prepared for this? And I want you to take some time in this section, since you need your floor strong or all that hard work later, I love this, will collapse and they'll plunge you into the basement, right? So, if you haven't gone out there and involved your family and your friends, created this advisory board, and, and sort of interviewed your own family about is your spouse, significant other on board with you, your children, how about your job? You know, because I, 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 I watch too many people say, I'm going to do this thing out there and then, you know, screw the job. I don't really care about that. But, you know, I think that that's a mistake. I think that's part of your stability. That's part of that floor that enables you to, to put all the great things on it you might be able to get if you achieve your plan. You know what I'm saying here, Bob? Absolutely. You know, you, you talk about the, the, the support and, and, and everything about that floor. I think one of the most important things about that floor is your ability to, uh, you know, constantly communicate. Communication is so important. I mean, I mean, think about it in the traditional world. Uh, if you start a new job, you're communicating all the time in order to keep that job, you know. Right, exactly. You must communicate. And, and, and I think that's one of the weaknesses in the MLM world is that because there isn't as much at stake like there is with a job or a traditional business, people have a tendency of not communicating enough because they don't have the immediate gain loss. But right. what happens but, by not communicating, they they've lost out on this huge on the, on the greatest part of it, everything, the opportunity for the future. You know, so absolutely. that communication I think is a, is a huge piece of the floor, huge. So you want to make sure that that is is stable. Now, now again, you know, your advisory group, your advisory board would suggest you. When you start talking about, listen, I know I haven't made any money in, in this business that I'm in, this network marketing company I'm in, but you know, they tell me if I put my nose down to the grind and run with it right now, I'll make a fortune, so I'm, I don't really care about my job. Now, your advisory board, if they're made up of, your, of good people, are going to say, what are you, out of your mind? Yeah. Why I'm don't say, you just cut, a hole? Yeah, just cut a hole in your floor right now and drop to your death, okay? Because instead of you getting stronger – and, and knowing that whatever you're building could be for the future strength based on your plan, why would you try to weaken that? Okay, so that's that's the idea behind the floors. Okay, you want to think of those support points in your life, family, friends, you and your spiritual beliefs. You want to write all that stuff out. Again, this is this is information that you put together as we assemble your personal business plan. You need all this information 
you need to have worked this out in your own head. And then the last section we're going to talk about tonight is the walls, okay? And, again, you put the floor in, we're putting the walls up. And if you don't have the walls, you're not protected from the elements, right? Indirectly, we're talking about financial security. And I've got a list of four separate things here. And, again, this is information you, you are putting down for yourself. Some of this you may want to share with your with your advisory board, but you don't necessarily have to. But for yourself, you've got to be honest. And you want to say things like savings, investments, debts, and income. You know, essentially this will be used to develop a, a profit and loss statement for your personal plan and also will give you a better idea of what your financial risk tolerance is. Okay, that's a big part of this plan. Is understanding what are you, what can you tolerate, not only you know mentally, but also maybe financially. So does that make any sense for you, Bob? Well, actually, yeah. I mean, big sense. In fact, unfortunately, most people don't take the time to be honest enough with themselves to put that down in black and white. Because if they put that down in black and white, you can work backwards to change it if you don't like the way it looks. But so many times, because people may have had difficulties in their life, and it's not right. going in the direction, they don't want to admit to it. And that's the worst thing they can do is like it's going to disappear or something. And so what you have to do is, quote, quote, what do they say, man up, you know, and, and, and really exactly. say, doggone it, I need to be, to develop my backbone on this, see where I really am, and change it. Because we all know that humans can change. Well, you know, Bob, I mean, I have, I say had, I still have, I have a very high risk tolerance. I can risk a lot. I mean, I always tell everybody, I said that when it comes to gambling, like going to casinos, I don't do that because I work too hard for the money. I, you know, to me, it's just not as much fun as for other people. But when it comes to business, I'll I'll put all in. I'll, I have no problem. My risk tolerance is really high. And sometimes I needed to sit back and say, well, that's great, but I need to have a little bit of a safety net. I need to have this and this and this. I need to have my insurance in place. I need to have life insurance, my investments. I, I needed to have an understanding of that because my risk tolerance is so high, I, I would risk it all and not worry about it because – I've never had trouble in my entire lifetime making money. Different amounts of money I would make, but I've never had trouble making money. And and that means that I I become very, very tolerant of severe risk that maybe maybe I'm not recognizing I'm getting ready to jump off a cliff, and maybe if I have a solid group of my advisory board and I propose to them what I'm going to do or how I'm doing it, they may say, well, that's okay, Dave, but... You said you wanted to have a 20% safety net. Where is that? You know, And that's why you've got to, again, rely on other people to help you with your personal business plan. Absolutely. You know? That's everything. And, and Bob, I, I know we were going to do your Lone Granger segment, but I think we got into this, and I wanted to at least cover these areas that we covered. But if you want to just give a – a quick overview. I'm not going to play an intro. If you just want to sort of wrap this together, I know you've talked about some things, and then we'll uh, we'll be doing the close shortly. But Mike is yours right now, Bob. Well, the the Lone Granger, you know, like we talked about it, Dave, earlier about how we were talking about the business, personal business plan, and and last week I did some quotes concerning that, and I wanted to continue that and, and to wrap it up 
And it's a nice way to wrap it up. And so I, I just have a few quotes here, and I want people to think about that. You know, uh, the first one's by, Mike, by Mark Twain. You know, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones that you did do. You know, in other words, you have to put yourself in the position of developing that personal business plan. You know, it's so important to think about what, what he says there. You know, uh, uh, another one was by the great opera singer, uh, soprano Beverly Sills, and she said there are no shortcuts to any place worth going. No shortcuts to any place worth going. That means you have to establish and stick to and adhere and enjoy your personal business plan. You know, uh, Henry Ford said, nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs. I love that. Nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs. You know, and you've always said, Dave, that, uh, you know, you know, the, your best performance comes from bits and pieces. I mean, and uh, another a great quote by a philosopher and, and journalist, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, was, what we fear doing the most is usually what we most need to do. What we fear most is, you know, is usually what we need to do. I mean, I love that quote. And, and my, the final quote, and there's so many great quotes out there, is by Ogmandino. Uh, I love him. And, you know, and, and he always says, uh, today will never happen again on a false start or no start at all. And that's the oh. quotes that I wanted to, to focus in on on our personal, personal business plan, Dave. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward oh. to restructuring mine, you know. Yeah, powerful. And, and we're going to share more and more of our personal plan as we start rolling this out. And again, I tell everybody, you know, this wasn't something you could do in, in one or two shows. You know, next week we may branch off into another topic and then come back to finish it up, to wrap it up, because I do want to give everybody an opportunity to do the worksheets, okay, to, to bring them down. And we're going to be changing them and adding to them. So make sure you go to twoblacksheepradio.com and go ahead and sign up for free, not a, not a penny, none of that stuff, uh, for Club Black Sheep. And it's a, you can't miss the link. Just just put in your first name and bingo, bango, and, and you'll get the form sent to you. Um, and if you haven't gotten the last one, you can go to that secret link, which you know, no one knows except anybody's listening, is that if you go to that and on the very top where it says being a black sheep is a good thing, just click on that, and it will give you the PDF file that we talked about tonight. And you're going to see it change because, again, we take your input. And we're modifying a lot of what you're listening to tonight with Bob and I is how our process works as we develop things. We start off with something, we write it down, we share information, we share it with other people, we hear feedback, and then we go back in and modify it, we make it better. And that's how we've always worked. I know that that's one of the reasons why Bob and I work so well together. And again, we've got these great morning shows. We've had an incredible week. I've got a little close that's a sort of a duplicate of last week, but the, the bottom line is that we've started these morning shows and we've added close to 2,000 additional replays, so we're upwards around 7,000 weekly replays between between Two Black Sheep Radio every Thursday night and every morning show. And that, to me, is amazing. We're getting great impact and feedback from everybody, and, again, that's rewarding for all of us, and we're thankful for that, so... 
you know, I'm going to go ahead and play the close. And, Bob, you're incredible tonight. Thank you for those quotes. And, everybody, we'll see you again next week. Well, tonight we want to throw out an extra special thank you to all of our listeners. You know, with the morning shows we've added, things have really started to heat up. And tomorrow morning, we continue that trend with the Morning Blend with Tom and Andy Didone. And they give you a chance to sleep in an extra hour. Or if you're at work, now you get your coffee out of the way. Because they start up at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Sheep Time. Make sure you join them. It's going to be a great, great show. And if you haven't been to twoblacksheepradio.com lately, I think you should go. There's been a lot of changes. You also can see and listen to every single past episode. But more importantly, I want you to go there and join Club Black Sheep. Now, don't panic. It's free to join. But what we want to be able to do, as you listen to tonight, we talked about building your own personal business plan. And we're creating some worksheets and some forms that go along with that that will be available to all of our Club Black Sheep members. So if you go ahead and register, we know who you are. We can send it out to you, and you'll have it in time for next Thursday night show as we continue this trend of providing you great information that actually makes a big difference. So listen, everybody, I'm going to leave you with this. You know, being a black sheep, it's not a bad thing. It just makes us all a little bit more unique. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Congratulations, you've just been handed a huge new opportunity. Bravo. With it comes the need for new skills, skills you'll need to master in short order. Every year, Harvard Business School Executive Education helps executives like you develop the hard and soft skills it takes to succeed in new roles. This is your chance. Go. Start by going to hbs.me go. That's hbs.me go.